Welcome to The Higher Self and I, your go-to podcast that will release you of your victim mindset and become your one-way ticket towards the mind-blowing results you desire in your life and your business. I'm your host, Rebecca Hayden, mindset and business mentor, ready to help you unlock your mindset into gear and empower you to step into the person you always knew you were meant to be, a badass CEO who is here to claim her freaking millionaire life. Ready to find out what life could be like if you just did the thing? Let's go, baby. Hello, beautiful lady. Welcome back to Higher Self and I. I am so excited to record today's episode, especially because we're going back to one of my favorite, favorite moments of 2023, and that was NYC. Just got here this morning. Oh, yes. I got asked quite a few questions whilst I was away in New York City casually getting engaged in a helicopter over the New York skyline. And a lot of the questions that I got asked was how I was able to launch my mini mind power up, which I have just run and is available now to buy and watch the full sessions, the full four sessions on replay with all the tracks and everything. The link is in my show notes if you want to come and join the power up party. But I had so many questions as to how I was able to live my best life in New York City, have a holiday. I vlogged while I was there. I launched on the Tuesday that I was there. We got there on the Monday. I launched on the Tuesday. I sold... I think I sold 17 spots whilst in New York in the first three to four days of launching and how I have the energy capabilities, systems, etc. to be able to do that. Now, I want to preface, not every holiday would I do a launch. In fact, me launching in New York City was a very strategic positioning that I took for the launch that I was launching. And I have done this a couple of times this year. I actually launched my membership whilst I was in Portugal and I had just come off the back of being a guest expert in Mykonos. So one of one huge month of 2023 last year, I actually were, I actually went to Mykonos to be a guest expert, a mindset and subconscious guest expert for an incredible retreat um, that was running out in Mykonos. And I came home for two days and then went to Portugal on holiday with Jack and his family. And I actually launched the membership there too. Now, there's a couple of reasons as to, first of all, why I decided to do that. First of all, the energy and the momentum and the groundedness and the excitement and the sun and the feels of being away for me always create such an incredible vibe across my social media. A lot of my ideal clients, a lot of you listening, want to be able to go and work abroad for a week, you know, if you fancy it, or 
want to be able to launch whilst having a working holiday in France, whatever that looks like. So actually from an embodiment piece, it was really important for me to actually put these in, in a place where I knew I was going to be in the most incredible energy. Now that doesn't mean that you have to launch every time you go on holiday and I'm going to go through the reasons why I can do that and I wouldn't prescribe it if you didn't have these things in place. But actually, the way that I am in a place such as New York City, and I knew it was going to happen because it's literally one of my favorite places, um, the way it makes me feel. I've been obsessed with New York since I was very young, since Sex and the City came on the scene. I actually used to pretend that I couldn't get to sleep and I would go downstairs and my mom would have Sex and City on on the TV and I would pretend that I was asleep on the sofa when really my eyes were peeking and watching Sex and the City. Don't tell my mother, but ever since that moment, I have been obsessed with New York and I knew the energy that I would be in when I got to New York and that was why I made the decision to launch whilst I was there. But... To be honest, a lot of the questions I get is around how I work and how long I work and how hard I work. And a lot of clients who have been coming to me of recent almost feels that there's, they almost feel that there's a block between them now to where they want to be, to the, the finances that they want to have, to the business they want to have, you know, scaling to the multi six figure cash years. And the connection to that is that they're going to have to work harder. I'm going to have to work every hour under the sun. I'm going to have to work every weekday, every weekend. I'm going to have to be churning out content. All of these beliefs are coming up and almost as if they they have the fear that they they don't have the energy to work the amount required to succeed. And they always feel, um, they always feel like they're being quote unquote productive, but actually what's actually happening is they're doing the easy tasks. They're being busy for busy sake because that's what they think is going to move them forwards. And actually when my client asked me this in Voxer the other day of like, okay, Beck, in 2023, how hard did you work? It was actually such a realization moment for me for the operations and the systems and the planning and the productivity and the organization and the sheer behavioral changes that I made in 2023 that actually allowed me to work less than I had ever done in my business so far. And actually, when I reflected back when I lived in Australia and I was growing the business, I didn't have any friends. My ex never wanted to do anything. We never went anywhere. It was very like me, the dog, the house. That was my life. And I would work all the time. Like I would, I grafted. I am a grafter. I am a hard worker. It it is in my blood. It is knocked in me from the performing arts industry because you have to, you know, you have to work hard in the performing arts industry. It is just... 
you dance till you're sick, basically. You know, in class, we used to run out, be sick, run back in, carry on dancing. So that's the that's the patterns that I grew up seeing. So I've always been a hard worker. However, in Australia, I was working. I used to get up at 6 a.m. to do calls. I would still be doing calls at 9 p.m. because of the time difference. I wouldn't have breaks in between. I was very in the masculine. It was, it was such a... Um, working harder versus working smarter time of my business. And I believe that we all go through that, especially when you're in the starting phase, because you're so excited and, oh my God, this is going to happen and the traction and the momentum, etc. However, when I started to reflect back on 2023, I actually worked less than I've ever, ever done in the three years, coming up four years that I've had my business now. And there was a couple of reasons as to why that was. First reason was because I was back in the UK and that meant that I could see more people. I could see my family more. Um, Jack wanted to spend time with me. How lovely. (laughs) So we did a lot of incredible things together. Um, My friends are here. I had a lot more people to see, places to go than I did have in Australia. So I was almost quote unquote forced to step away from work and actually enjoy my weekends, to step away from Voxer on a Friday and not go back in till a Monday because I wanted that time. So actually, how did I make that happen? Because 2023 was another incredible year. I almost tripled what I made in 2022 and, you know, still on track now to moving to seven figures. And I think the reasons why I felt like I didn't work harder this year was because I had so many things in place to allow me to not be scrappy, to allow me to not have to rely on my energy every single day to make sales and to really allow me to freaking enjoy the life I was creating. I find so often that we get stuck in the, well, like I'll enjoy my life when I get to the X and I'll I'll enjoy my life when I have the Y and I'll enjoy my life when I make the Z. You know, we have these imaginary milestones that we put on ourselves that mean that we constantly graft, we constantly work. And I have learned so many times that no matter what milestone you put on, as soon as you get to that milestone, you've got another fucking milestone to work towards. So we might as well enjoy the journey. You've heard me say that a lot of times. So I really wanted to create 2023 as a space and a place where I could make multi six-figure cash, but equally, I then had to go, wow, okay, I want to also enjoy my life because I get to now, I'm choosing to now, and I have the people and the places and a lot of, you know, I went away a lot, I traveled a lot last year, so I had to have things in place. So what allowed me to work smarter last year, make more money than I've ever made, go on more holidays and trips than I've ever been on, and still not be working from 6am till 11pm. Let's dive in. The first thing for me was having the systems in place. Now, this can look many different ways for many different people, but automations and ClickUp, you know, Dubsado, ClickUp, and we've currently just actually moved to Kartra, but 
having those having those systems in your business was a game changer for me having things automated is a game changer for me i try to i try to make and i i literally tell all of my clients to do this how can you make that system as simple as possible so for example if anyone inquires about my one to one i have a saved message for me to reply back to them so i don't have to continuously keep writing out the message. I have shortcuts on my phone for my Zoom link, for my one, three, and six month links, any links that I use day in, day out. I have shortcuts on my phone. You know how on your keyboard you can create shortcuts. So my Zoom link, I literally type ZZZ on my phone and boom, my Zoom link comes up. You know, I have them for a lot of things. Things that I repeat over and over again, I have them at the click of a finger. So I was really looking at and, you know, from the help of my team, this was definitely when I took my team on, from the help of my team, I really needed systems in place. And that meant one-to-one onboarding, offboarding, um, calendar, um, anything that my clients needed. I have a full folder of client templates. You know, I was finding that I sent the same things to, to, to clients time and time again. So I was like, right, let's make a full template folder. I literally drag and drop. Um, I have a, a zap that creates them a Google drive. We really got zap happy. <laughs> Zapier, if you've not heard of it before, but we really got zap happy in the business, which meant that I wasn't constantly in the cognitive thinking of my business. And that's really what you need to be if you are looking to scale. You can't be freaking sending out invoices you know, trying to figure out when was the last time that 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 client paid and then sending them a manual invoice. Like I know that these are really, really simple things, but it's things that take your energy. It's things that really move you away from you being that face of the business, you know, that face of the business, the energy of the business, the vibe of the business and stop you from looking after yourself. So the systems that I had in place really help me to month in, month out, stay on top of my game. And if I didn't have those systems in place, I would say 80% of my working day would be spent in admin tasks that I do not need to be doing. Admin tasks that I do not have the energy for. I really hate email marketing. I do not do my own email marketing. So it was those things that really helped. And then having a structure, having a process behind it. So every single month in the membership, the Higher Self Society membership, we have a new theme. And every single month, there's a private podcast, a visualization, a hypnotherapy um, track, and then you get two live uh, live Q&A mindset and a live hypnotherapy session with me. Now, I had to create a system and a structure so that every single month, I have it in my diary when I sit down and I do all of the pre-recorded tracks. Everything is scheduled, ready to go, whether that be on Slack, in the membership portal, um, 
any kind of emails that go out. So I have an email reminder that goes out before every single one of these tracks drop, um, email reminders with the Zoom links, everything like that. Me and the team have a completely structured process, an SOP, a standard operation procedure of what happens within that. And that means that if anything happens or I'm not there, apart from my team not being able to record the private podcast, the visualization or hypnotherapy tracks, the rest of it can run by itself. So really getting systems in place across the board, systems with my content, that's how I stay continuously um, can, I, that's how I stay continuously structured on social media because I have the systems in place. I am not flying by the seat of my pants. I am not waking up every morning and being like, what the hell do I pull out of my ass today to talk about on social media? Everything is planned and it's planned for a reason, which takes me to my second thing that allowed me to launch whilst I was in New York. And that is always being ahead of the curve. My launch system means that I am doing a lot of pre-work about four to five weeks before I've even started talking about what I'm launching. So Power Up, I was planting the hype seed. I was planting the seeds of Power Up four to five weeks before I even got to New York. It's an absolute standard, an absolute must when you launch because you cannot shock your audience. I find it time and time again. It takes time for my audience to come with me. When I shift and change into a new thing that I'm launching, it takes them a while to go, oh, okay, that's where she's going now. Oh, okay, that's where she, what she's talking about. So if I am like pulling things out of my ass and being like, okay, well, I'm fancy launching this today. Yes, okay, you can do that. And I would never stop a client from doing that if they wanted to be in the flow and they wanted to be the intuition drops, etc. I know that I have clients who work in that way, but actually it's really unsustainable when scaling a business, especially a business where you want more freedom. It is really unsustainable. So I'm always ahead of the curve with what is coming up. And that means, yes, planning out my Q1, my Q2, but it also means I'm very strategic with what I'm launching and then what happens after that, what comes after that, what comes after that. So I'm naturally moving the people who are buying into to each level. This is how I work with my one-to-ones. We work with levels of clients and then we launch or evergreen model in coherence to those levels. And I can be ahead of the curve and know what's coming up. And therefore I know what's happening four to five to if not two months in advance. When I book myself into the podcast studio, which finally I can get in in January again, when I, when I book myself into the podcast studio, I am recording four to five to six podcast episodes at a time. So instead of just sitting down and being like, what the hell am I going to speak about today? Let's pick six, let's pick six topics and hope for the best. I already have a plan of five weeks time, what I'm going to be focusing on in the business, what I'm going to be selling. And therefore I create a podcast episode that ties in with what's happening on my socials at that 
that time. It is all very strategically done. And it means that I'm constantly warming people, hyping people, educating people in the right topic for what I'm currently launching in the business and being ahead of the curve. And that if look, it felt really scary. My full identity <laughs> still is now and now and again, but good because I have my team to keep me accountable with this. But my full identity when I was younger was last minute Hayden. That's what we were called. The full family says it, right? My mom said it to me two days ago. She was doing an assignment. She was like, last minute Hayden strikes again. And I was like, oh, look, (laughs) it's the pattern. It's the story. But I could not be last minute Hayden in my business anymore and sustain and grow the way I wanted to. Last minute, being last minute feels so incredible. I know that. I know there is many of you out there that leave everything to the last nth second because of the buzz, because of the excitement. But how shit do you feel? You've, you've put it off. You've put it off. You've put it off. You've had, you've had space and time to do this time and time and again. And you still convince yourself that it would be better at the nth second. (laughs) And I really had to do work in working subconsciously out of that pattern because I knew, and I know moving forwards into this year more so than any year ever, I have to be ahead of the curve, which meant that by the time I got to New York, there was no scrambling. There was no last minute. In fact, prior to New York, I would say a week and a half prior, I pretty much had everything. I had the story slides. I had every single link that I needed because I did an early bird and then the, the, um, then the price went up. I had the welcome sequence to welcome anyone in and and the welcome sequence had every single email on for the reminder email before the event, which was the 2nd of January. I was already like so ahead of the game. All of my content was scheduled. The emails were scheduled. Everything was done and in place before I'd even got on the plane to New York, which meant that when I got to New York... I had everything there. I had every single thing there. And actually moving on to my third point, the embodiment piece of me being in New York and what that meant for me and how that felt for me, that sold a lot of power up anyway. I truly believe that the embodiment piece is one of the strongest pillars in your content strategy. I have a podcast episode on this. It was it was probably over a year ago that I did this, but I still to this day teach embodiment content to my clients and how we can live our life and sell because we are our greatest sales page. And actually the energy and the power and the excitement and the vibes and the bouge and the drinks and the places of New York sold power up for me as well as the messaging that I'd put with it. And the embodiment piece really allowed me to do that. And then I had the systems in place and I was ahead of the curve. So it really did come together when I was in New York. 
And because I was in just that insane energy, like, of course, people bought, of course, the sales flowed in so easily. You know, every time that we were doing something or I was in the museum or we were, I think, I think someone bought as I was getting engaged. <laughs> Actually, I remember getting off the helicopter to go and uh, FaceTime my mom and dad. And I quickly flicked into the emails to see that someone had bought Power Up. And I was like, I... Someone has just bought one of my programs as I was engage- getting engaged in a helicopter. You can't make it up. So it really was that embodiment piece that was helping towards this. But equally, it was just such an incredible thing because I had the, the systems in place. So those were the things that I did this year. And I know I've, uh, last year, sorry. And I know I've, I've spoken more about New York and launching in New York. But to be honest, like across the board, I really put even stronger boundaries, um, like even stronger boundaries in, um, last year, 2023, whether that be how, often um, I'm on Voxer and how often I'm checking Voxer, my turnaround time for checking content with clients, my turnaround time for hypnotherapy tracks. I put a lot of boundaries in. Uh, I I put a lot of systems in place and we're even going further into the systems. You know, we've been working for the last 12 days of January to put real systems in in place to hold the, the level that I'm going to this year. And you have to have those things to be able to scale to where you want to go. No, you don't need a huge team. You know, I was putting SOPs in when I had no team at all. I literally had SOPs in my notes folder of like uh, how I upload a podcast or what happens with my content. Like everything was mapped out and written down. And I would always look at where I was wasting most time you know, where was I wasting most time in my business and how could I automate it, delegate it or make it quicker for myself? Because I need space to to be creative. I need space to be in my own energy. I definitely need space to rest and recoup. So actually I worked a lot less last year because it was because I was working smarter and it is so doable it is so doable. And of course, you see a lot of business owners out there who it looks like they're online 24 hours of the day, and maybe they are, but maybe their life speaks to that. Maybe they can be. Maybe they don't have a partner, or maybe they don't, they live on their own. Like there are so many instances where, okay, maybe they do want to work that much and they're okay with it. But actually, I am building my business to not only enjoy my business and be in my business, yes, of course, but equally to have an incredible life alongside it. So I want to take, you know, the whole of today, I've I've just had the most luxurious shower at half past one in the afternoon. Uh, I, I had the everything shower this afternoon and it was beautiful. It was enjoyable. And I want to have time to be able to do that. And I have put these things in place that, 
I have my podcast out there that's continuously warming people up for me. I have Instagram that like there's the YouTube. There is so many things and I'm, I'm adding to that this year for sure. But you know, there's so many places that people can get me. So you feel like I'm omnipresent, but I'm not working till God knows when and constantly, constantly in the grind because I don't want to be that I do not want to be. And I think that's what you have to remember. It's you're building this business to suit your life and the way that you want your life. And it's really important to have that in in your mind as you're building, especially when you're scaling. So there's a couple of things that I just wanted to finish with, especially if you have listened to this podcast and have that belief that you're gonna have to work harder in order to get to where you want to be. First of all, a lot of the time, it obviously shows up in procrastination. It obviously shows up in in ways that you're like, I have the skill, I have the capability, I have so much potential. Why can't I do the thing? You know, I've had a lot of content at the moment geared towards, imagine what your business would like if you said that you were going, you know, everything that you said you were going to do last year, you actually did. And that resonates with so many of you because actually right now, it you know that it's you that's getting in your own way. So the first thing I want you to have a look at is what you're protecting yourself from. You know, we have these big dreams, we have these big goals, we, we know exactly what we want, we know exactly where we want to go, and you're not doing it a lot of the time it's going to come down to that subconscious belief behind it. I see so many, I see so many subconscious beliefs behind this. Sometimes more often than not is that the fear of success, you know, who would I become if I actually did that? That feels quite scary or I've never been there before or it feels almost, um, too good to be true almost. Or, you know, there's so many things of, of what that looks like and, and actually, a lot of you know who you're here to become. You know that you are capable of huge things, extraordinary things. And actually what scares you is being able to handle it. Being able to handle it all, not burning out, being able to hold it all, still having the relationship, the responsibility, the balance, the time for yourself. So actually it's more of a fear of success that then stops you from even moving forwards. It it because it, it gets you freeze. You absolutely freeze. So it's talking to that fear. It's understanding that part as to why they're protecting you from putting these things in place. You know, no wonder you don't want to sort your diary out because if you did, you'd be more productive and more productive equals more success. So it's going to stop you from being successful because success equals unsafe. So we have to create the safety around each of these. This is exactly what I teach in Power Up. I would 100% recommend if you are currently going through an up level and you know that it's yourself that is blocking you, I would jump into Power Up today. It is insane. I even took it myself. It was that good. (laughs) But I really go into next level wealth, next level capacity, next level energy online, next level CEO, habits are, it's incredible. So that will be in the show notes if you do want to drop in and um, and get the replays on that. But you need to understand what is stopping you or what is making you think that working harder is going to get you far or further. 
I want you to enjoy the life that you're creating, that you're craving to create alongside your business. And it is something that I really truly vouch for my clients. And that's why I help them build a sustainable business. So if they wanted to, they could launch whilst living their best life in New York City and getting engaged at the same time. Like I want you to have and to be able to enjoy that freedom and still make money, still have sales and not think that if you take a day off that your whole business is going to burn to the ground. So I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast episode. If you are really getting in your own way right now, if, it, if you know that it's your mindset that's currently blocking you, procrastination, the fear of success that's showing up, please drop in and let's talk about one-to-one. I think it would be the most incredible place for you to start. If you're not ready for one-to-one, I would definitely recommend Power Up and I will see you on the next episode. Your love and support means the absolute world to me with this podcast. So if you have enjoyed the episode today, please make sure that you are sharing or reviewing or even rating the podcast because it allows me to get into more ear rolls. Now, if we're not connected on Instagram, head over and add me at underscore Rebecca Hayden underscore. Come and say hello. I'd love to see you there and I will see you on the next episode.